and welcome to this week's Water Cooler for Loki, which is episode four, titled The Nexus Event. Sevi Man. Yes, mate. Cheers for joining me again. Oh, you are more than welcome. Thank you for having me. What's the rating for this one, man? We're sitting at a solid 9.5 at the moment. Wow. Yeah. This is the highest episode so far. So to recap. It's a heck of an episode too. First ep, 8.8, <clears throat> which was Glorious Purpose. Second episode, The Variant, sitting at a 9. Lamentus, sitting at a 7.9. And the Nexus event, sitting at a 9.5. That's ridiculous that the last week's episode has dropped down so low. But anyway, this episode had a fair bit going on. Yeah. So let's jump into it because I think I've said this so far. I said it at this point in One Division. I said it at this point in Falcon with Soldier. And now I'm going to say it again at this point in Loki, which is there's only two episodes to go and they've got a lot of stuff to wrap up in two episodes. And what happened in Falcon and the Winter Soldier? Nailed it. They did it. They wrapped it up, yeah. <laughs> Everything was wrapped up um, in a nice little box with a beautiful <laughs> bow on it. Yeah, and a, and a shiny new Captain America That's to carry it. the bow, walks out with the bow. So are we going to get a um, shiny new Loki? <clears throat> I don't know what we're going to get, but I'm keen. I'm keen for it because this show is, I'm really enjoying it. Okay, um, let's jump back. So it's called the Nexus event. That could be referenced to a couple of things that were happening in this episode. The first one we start with is we see where Sylvie was taken. Yes. And she's just a Loki playing with her dolls, essentially her action figures, as a young child, where none other than uh, Renslayer pops up behind her when she was a hunter, takes her, sets the charge. Wipes everything out. Why did they take her? Who knows? We don't know yet. I'll tell you what though, Kang will explain it. it. Well, can I can I suggest that maybe we already know why she's been taken? Why? Because she's like these people are in charge of time, right? Yeah. So I reckon they've seen who she grows up to be and what she does, and they tried to stop it before it happened. But by trying to stop it, they created it. Happened because that's what happens with time travel. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? It's a big circle. Yeah, like so. It comes back. Comes back to the Terminator theory kind of stuff. It was already happening, but it's happening because you tried to stop it from happening. Yeah. But. Yeah, oh man, it's that time, timely, wimely, wobbly stuff that... It just makes me happy that it's, it's, head, a ter- it's the Terminator theory. It's a circle. Time <laughs> is a circle. It, it always, what is going to happen happens and what, you can't, you can't change it. It's going to happen. Does that... It is set. Does that kind of make sense though? Like I reckon Yeah, so they've tried, by them trying to one, stop reckon, it, they're the reason that, it, that they created it. But the thing is that the only reason, the thing that kind of stopped this for me is that they should know that too, you know? Like, Not if it's the first time it's happened. watched it happening, but yeah. Because it, ha- it always has to have a start point. Oh, it's messy. It's it so time's messy. just too much anyway. to get your head around. We're, we're just, we're, we're simple, really simple TV movie, movie fans. We, we don't know time paradoxes and the stuff like this. The other side of it is that Maybe it wasn't her specifically 
but they knew it was a Loki that was going to cause this problem. So they just went out to gather Lokis because we've seen from the earlier episodes that this wasn't the first Loki they've hunted when he went through all the different Lokis that they've taken previously. Yeah. And then if we fast forward to the end of this episode, <laughs> we're going to see a bunch more Lokis. Richard E. Grant. A Richard E. Grant Loki. A couple of other Lokis there too, but look, there's there's stuff going on here. Now, let's jump back to Sylvie, who then goes through the process that Loki went through, which was a lot scarier when you're looking at it from the point of view of a little girl. Like that was that was quite intimidating. Oh yeah. Uh she escapes during judgment. And then we see that's how she gets her origin story. So she's been on the run all that time. Which is simultaneously heartbreaking, but also cool. <laughs> you know, like she must have really learned some stuff kind of well, thing. Well, it's like, forged her into a warrior, fight, hasn't clearly. it? She's a fighter. Because, I mean, you've you got to think, she can do anything to the people that the timeline that she goes to, like she can do absolutely anything to them because she can just disappear and they're all going to die anyway. Yeah, and there's no spike in the next... So she can go and just fight random people, learn how to fight, learn how to steal properly and then just disappear. And So what we were also told is that she can hide in these apocalypses because nothing she does in there does anything to change that timeline so it doesn't create a nexus event. That's right. Right? But... What did we see? What we see in the very next scene is Loki and her sitting together, having a moment, and it creates a nexus event. Loki falls in love with himself, essentially. Which is right on brand. (laughs) (laughs) And... I'm so glad that Mobius actually calls him out on it too. Like, how narcissistic are you? Yeah, that you fall in love with yourself. (laughs) It was brilliant, but also you still felt it when you were watching them as well. Yeah. Like, they've got incredible chemistry together. Um, Sophie DiMartino is an actor who I hadn't actually seen anything else, I've got to be honest. No, me either. I about it. Marvel must have been pretty high on her though because they've made some pretty big exceptions for her. Um, She was actually, she had just given birth before filming this. Um, Sorry, have you seen this stuff? No. I don't know if you did. Anyway, um, she'd just given birth before filming this and Marvel actually, so for that whole, she wears this pretty intricate costume, but they've sewn in these um, zips for her to be able to get her breasts out to be able to pump and feed her child. Oh, that's wicked. Between sets. So she doesn't have to take her whole suit off to be able to do it. Good on him. Um, and that's in her character design. Like you can, if you look close enough, you probably see it. But like, that's incredible they did that. But how high were they on her that they went through that level to make that kind of change rather than say let's just get an actress that hasn't done that you know what i mean like that's incredible yeah um there's i mean there's 
jobs with less higher stakes in the world where someone would say, actually, sorry, we can't do that because you've just had a kid and that's going to put us out a fair bit. So we're just going to find someone else. You yeah, know what I mean? That's right. Um, so full, full points to Marvel there. Cause that's when I read that, I was like, wow, that's, that's pretty big. Um, <clears throat> so we get this Nexus event happen. They come in, the TVA comes in and arrests Loki and Sylvie. And Loki gets put in a time loop prison. Which, what do we get here, man? What what was the big surprise here? We get your girlfriend show up. I was so yeah, excited. I was excited when I saw her for you. <laughs> I even said to the missus, I'm like, oh, Anthony's going to love this. Oh man, it was so good. I was too. I was so happy for you that she showed. As soon as she start, showed up, I'm like, oh wow, this is awesome. Wasn't I, she perfect? Though? I would have loved to have been in the same room as you when she sh- showed up. <laughs> because to me, to me, that would have been like, like if I knew it was coming, it would have been like the whole Deathstroke thing that you knew for <clears> me <throat> in Justice League. Can I throw something else at you? Because it got spoiled for you. But it would have been like if you'd seen the Superman cameo in Shazam. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. that thing of like, oh, man, I had no idea this was happening. Um, it, was, it was the same as like Red Skull being in Endgame in Infinity War or Infinity War the first time. You know, didn't expect it to happen, didn't know it was happening. Marvel did so well to keep this secret that they didn't actually credit her in this. Yeah, well done. And credits are usually how people find stuff before it gets released because credits go through. I just want to throw a shout out. Lego, you dropped the ball. (laughs) (laughs) You dropped the ball, Lego. You should have told us. Lego Lego didn't do their set of her just completely nutmegging him. Unbelievable. Um, it, the the reference they use is really cool too because that goes back to Norse mythology, not um. Marvel yeah, mythology. no, if Loki's cutting her hair off, hundred percent. Yeah, he cut and her hair off and then ended goes, up getting it made of gold by by the dark elves. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Or was it no, no the dwarves like E-tree. the dwarves. Well, the same, the same, yeah, the, same it's the same people that forged the hammer. That's right. It's the same people that made Milner. Yeah, or or any other of their weapons. Yeah, um, he goes and gets her gold hair, but that was cool. Um, but we also get that moment where he tries to appeal to her and says, "Stop! What are you doing? Stop!" But then he's just completely open and honest with her. He goes, "I did it because I need attention." Like that was. Like you'll always be you alone. Could see. Oh man, she still had to say, didn't she? <laughs> it was like there, yeah, there was so no need rough. for that. Why, why are you gonna be asshole? Yeah, geez, Sif, calm down. Um, we do know we're getting more Sif in Thor: Love and Thunder, so psyched for that. But yeah, well, this Sif we saw doesn't exist. No, but keen, keen to have seen this. Yeah, that was awesome. Um. Right, so Loki's in his little prison. Um, I Loki's swear to God, nothing like meantime. anything could have happened, 
after that moment and I reckon you would have been A-OK with it. Well, let's get on to that because <laughs> a lot happened in this episode. A lot happened. Um, anyway, Mobius is getting a little bit suspicious because before Loki's taken, he yells out the old, you're all variants. Yeah. And Mobius looks like he shakes it off. Something clicked like, with him, you're though. You're a liar. You lie. That's what you do. But yeah, that first second he was like, hang on, what? And I think that's more about him than Loki because he's obviously had these doubts at some point and you could see them throughout the series. But he pushes them away and he pushes them away. But it's almost as if he just got handed the last puzzle piece for his puzzle. He didn't know what he was building, but someone's just handed to him and he's going, oh, this fits. You know? Yeah. Now, he then goes to meet with Renslayer to fill out the paperwork and have a celebratory drink and all that kind of fun stuff. And you can see he's kind of needling her for information. He's not doing it very subtly either because she's trying to change the subject and he's asking about Hunter C20. Yeah, C20. Who then he gets told died. She lost her mind. Because of the enchantress or the Loki's enchantment. Yeah, she. Oh, but she uh, she, she was fi- she was fine. Yeah, she was fine. But then she went downhill yeah. really quick. No, she didn't. Yeah. No, she didn't. What are you lying for? Stop lying. So, so Mobius isn't having any of that, and you can see that he's getting more and more suspicious every time she tries to fob him off, and eventually he takes matters to his own hand and just steals her temp pad. Why is he still her her temp pad though? To find out, he he, he needs to he needs to find out because he, he, he's essentially a detective. So something he uses smells her off to watch the video of the interrogation with C twenty. Before that, he was asking her if he can go and interrogate Sylvie. Yeah, wasn't wasn't allowed, and wasn't allowed in the same room as her. She was saying it's because I was worried she'd enchant you, but obviously she was worried that Sylvie would let slip what she knew. Yep. He watches the video of Renslayer talking to C20 and C20 saying, I had a life there. You're all variants, a lot of you. Yeah. And she's like, oh, no, that's enough. That's enough. Cut it. Cut it here. And that's it. Yeah. Bam. Cut it and literally cut it as in prune. And prune her. See you later. Definitely got pruned. Now. Or she got killed. One of the two. Mobius is going between. And Hunter, I want to say B85 possibly. B15, <laughs> isn't it? Is it 15? Possibly, yeah. Um, the one who was in the rocks cart with Loki who got enchanted first. Yeah. Now, I hadn't put that together until that moment and it was just before when after I saw that, I turned to my missus and I said, oh, right, because she got enchanted, she remembers her life. Yeah, B fi- Hunter, B- Hunter B15. <clears throat> it is. And watching her try to figure it out subtly is really interesting. Yeah. 
because she doesn't seem to want to believe it. She's like, no, this there's a trick. I got someone put a trick in my head. <clears throat> so when she went in to see Sylvie, I thought she was going to kill her. I was like, she's going in to mess her up. Like this is, but instead she goes looking for answers, which is great. So she goes into Sylvie, asks for answers. Sylvie takes, or they go to Roxcart to have a chat. So in a in an apocalypse, she's learned that. Sylvie opens her mind, and I thought we were going to get a flash. I thought we'd get to see what she saw, but turns out we didn't need to because the expression on her face was more than enough, wasn't it? Yeah. For like sure. She's standing there crying in the rain and you can see her tears in the rain. Like it was incredible. And then what'd she say? That she goes, I was happy. I was happy. Yeah. Man, I turned to my missus at that point and I was like, I reckon she has a mum. <clears throat> like she's seen her kids or something, you know? Well, she'd have seen a life. Like, like she might have just seen a mm. life where she wasn't doing the same mundane stuff every day, hunting people and making them disappear. She might have just been having fun. Now, we get Mobius then go pull Loki out of the time thing and pretty much say, man, I, I believe you. Let's trust each other. Let's work together. And then this is the point where you said before that anything could have happened after Sif and I would have been like, this is cool. This point happened and I audibly gasped. And so did my missus. Mobius standing there saying, you asked me if I could be anywhere in the world, I would be in the life I'm supposed to be in riding my jet ski. Wherever I was before you grabbed me. <clears throat> and Renslayer gives the order to prune him. Yep. And he is pruned. And that was the moment. That was my missus and I being like, oh my God. Because up until that moment, we thought pruning meant gone. I was more sad. Yeah. And it wasn't even sad that he was gone. It was sad for Loki literally just lost. Now, you gotta, you got to remember, this is Loki's only friend that he's ever made. Yeah. And he's just lost yeah. his only friend. Like, he's never yeah. made a friend, ever. Wait, can we rewind just a little bit, though? Because... Mobius got to him just before by telling him that Sylvie had been killed. Yeah. And you had that same kind of reaction from him. Yep. You know? But this was bigger than this that. This was a lot bigger. Him, him losing Mobius was a lot bigger than Sylvie. Man, his face, because it happened right in front of him. Yeah. He, ju he just watched his one and only friend that he's ever made in, what, 1,500 years die. Yeah, like how that, and right before that, he was like, "I trust you. Do yeah. you trust me?" Yes. Yeah, and that, that that line that Mobius says to him, he goes, "You can be. What does he say? You can be anything you want. You can be good, just in case no one's ever yeah. told you that." And then yeah. you see, oh and then you see Loki's smile, and it's like, and it was a, a caring smile, like a loving smile. Yeah, like he believes him. It's he like hundred percent believes him. And then as soon as he disappeared, and you see Loki tear up. I was like, oh, you guys are dead. Mm. You just killed his one and only friend. You are dead. Like, you aren't going to survive this. You are all dead. But that broke my heart, man. That absolutely broke my heart. Anyway, 
they get taken to meet the timekeepers who we'd seen a little bit earlier in the show and it looked weird. I was like, oh man, is that what they're going with? It was strange and then it kind of paid off. So you get these three beings sitting up on their judgy stand. What was with old green judgy. face and his mustache? Really hard to understand, wasn't Lor- it? What was that thing? The lor- <laughs> Lorax? Lorax? The Lorax, yeah. He looked like a Lorax. <laughs> yeah. He did. Big green mustache. Oh, <laughs> what the hell? Why? What was, what was that? What design was that? O- open your mustache when you're talking to me. It was just... <laughs> you're mumbling your words. For such a great show, um, those three sucked so bad. Yeah. Like, they weren't but, fearing at all. Like, they should have at least been No, but, fearing. like, there's that moment where you're like, oh, maybe they're not supposed to. Maybe they're just like, that good. They don't need to look scary. Yeah. You know, or like, what are they doing when they're not sitting in these chairs is what I was thinking. I was like, man, this is weird. They're just at the back playing anyway. pool. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what they're doing. It's trying to untangle the timeline or whatever they're doing anyway. Um, Hunter B15 comes in. Yep. To save the day. Yeah, she comes to save the day releases them from their collars and then I'm pretty sure she gets pruned. She just disappears. I don't think you see it. I don't know what happens. I think to she her. just went off. She just got called off set. I think she had a phone call. She had to leave set and yeah, she's probably she's I think she's just at craft getting craft services just getting some food, I guess. I don't know. But she went like toe to toe with two agents. Yeah, she smacked them. Like two of Renslayer's agents, yeah. I think Renslayer um, got her. Possibly. The yeah. old Sneeko. Because we know she likes yeah, to do that. is a badass, by the way. Who? Let's just... Renslayer. Let's just rewind quickly to them in the elevator together where Sylvie is just despondent and says, what was my Nexus event? Like, why did you take me? Like, just give me an answer, please. I want to know why my life has been like this. And you get just cold smirk followed by... I don't remember. I don't even remember. Yeah. No, yes, you do. Don't like, lie. It, but, like, it matters so little to me, but it's your entire life. You know, you're just like, oh, man, you are cold. Yeah. And once again, incredibly acted. Like, so good. Anyway, so we get the little breakout fight scene. Sylvie throws her little javelin thingy or whatever it was. What was it? A sword? Throws a sword, takes off one of the heads of the timekeepers, and we learn that they're just androids. They're just bots. It's a very, it's a very Wizard of Oz feel. Kang. So someone's pulling the string. Someone's behind the curtain. Kang. Do we have to say Kang any now more times? It's Kang. Time, we probably do. Kang. Kang. Well, surely it's Kang. It's one hundred percent Kang. And it has the to be Kang. Saying, but we get a little bit more evidence in this episode that it could be Kang because. Renslayer is Kang's right-hand man in the comics. But it was A25 on a chest, right? Yeah, I think so. Which was Avengers 25, which was her first appearance with Kang. Like, they're going deep on this. And Renslayer, they could have picked anyone. They picked Renslayer. They're hoping we didn't notice, but we did. Whether it's a massive red herring, who knows. But, you know, this is where we're at. Um, Mephesto. Confirmed. 
But we know, yeah. But we know for sure that these androids and someone's behind this. The whole time, Loki and Hang on. Sylvia talking. They're, they're androids. Reed Richards. <laughs> Ultron confirmed. <laughs> oh, yeah, Ultron. Yeah, Ultron confirmed. Tony Stark did it. He's in, he's in charge of the timeline. <laughs> Tony Stark built the timekeepers in a cave. <laughs> <laughs> he built this in a cave. What a great oh, line. Jeff Bridges, gold. It's Obadiah Stane. This is where it's all come from. <laughs> it was him. It's all coming from By him trying to make the, 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 what was it, Iron Monger, he made the timekeepers instead. Yeah. yeah. When he got blown up, that's where he landed. <laughs> got blown through time when he went into the, into the yeah. Oh, anyway, let's keep going. Heard of there first. Yeah. Obadiah Stane's the main villain. Done. Um <laughs> All right, where were we? You've you've just sidetracked us, mate. What are you doing? (coughs) We have. Okay, so Loki and Sylvia are saying they're talking because that's what you do when you defeat your enemies but don't actually kill them. You just stand around them. And I just got these... I started getting the feeling before it happened. I did. I was like, oh, no. You know that feeling of when the Viper standing next to the mountain in Game of Thrones. Oh, you mean that feeling that happens in nearly every movie or TV show when you know something's going to happen. You're like, dude, turn around. Dude, turn around. Dude, turn around. Stop, stop. Why do you have your back to them? Don't have your back to them. Why do you have your back to them? monologuing. Just do your job. man. Yeah, so anyway, we kind of get a perfect recreation of when Loki just ran through Coulson yep. from behind. <laughs> that didn't sound good. <laughs> no. But instead, it's Ren Slayer just completely pruning Loki. And, and then still at this point, we're like, man, when you prune someone, they're gone. Like, they're pruned. Is this whole show supposed to be about Sylvie? Yeah. You know, I just had in my head, I was like, I started thinking to all the Young Avengers stuff and like, how we think that Black Widow is setting up Yelena to be the next Black Widow. You see, I was you the know, I was the opposite. This this pruning meant nothing for me. You want to know why? Why is that? Because there's things in the trailer that still haven't happened yet. Oh no! See, I haven't seen those trailers. I told you I didn't watch them for a reason. <laughs> so it oh, it meant man. nothing. I'm like, oh, don't, okay. So this is this is just watch he, the trailers, man. Don't he's going some. He's going somewhere else. Yeah. Or okay. or oh. it was sort of my head in that moment, and when the credits started, it was sort of like, okay, so this one could be dead, but there's other Loki's out there, so they might just get another one to, and it might be another one doing the other stuff in the trailers. Right. Yeah. So <laughs> my head was sort of going through all different things. Well, don't tell me about the trailers because I don't. I don't. Oh no 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 no! no I won't. But, I won't. Anyway, so we've got um, – so I thought that's where we were going. I thought it was going to be – this is Enchantress's origin story. Yeah, 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 yeah. She'll yeah. go out into the world and be Enchantress, you know. Um, anyway, she takes Renslayer hostage by the looks of it and that's where we kind of leave it with that. She Renslayer asks her to kill her. She's like, go on, do it. But she says, no, I need information from you. So that's where we leave that. I wonder if part of that information is going to be telling her that when you prune someone, they don't actually go anywhere. Well, they do go somewhere, but they don't die. 
because the end credit scene we get is Loki waking up and asking, is this hell? Singular L, by the way. Yep. As in Asgard's realm. Yep. Which is great because that's a callback to him saying it in um, the Dark Elves when he kills uh, Curse. He says, see you in hell. Yeah. Just a really cool line. Um, anyway, so he's he wakes up and he asks, am I in hell? And they said, not yet, but close. That's the voice off screen, which sounds like it's Richard E. Grant. Richard E. Grant was the voice. And you pan across and there he is in all his splendor with two other Lokis or maybe a third if you include the crocodile Loki. 100% you include the crocodile Loki. 100%. Lokis. Classic Loki from the comics is standing right there as Richard E. Grant donned out in the suit with the full-on yellow and green. Yep. That was amazing. Over to the left, you've got a character they're calling Boastful Loki. Yep. And he's got his own mill now. And he looks like he's he's made his own hammer out of like a, a piston, a bit of railroad. Yeah, like it looks like that. Gone all out. And then you've got Kid Loki, who's also from the comics. And then we have a crocodile. Some kind of alligator Loki. Alla Loki, if you will. <laughs> um, Legator. So they've, been, they've been hunting Lokis for a while and it seems like they've just been sending them to some kind of Loki prison. Well, no, because I don't <laughs> think it's a Loki prison. I think this is when, when you get rid of someone, they all Pruned. go, when yeah. you prune someone, they all go, they either all go to the same place which is just a different offshoot of time, or they is there a is there a, char- is there a chance though? Right, they're all getting sent to the same place, but because they've hunted so many Lokis, there just happens to be that this place they're getting sent to is overrun by Loki. Loki's going to be the king of Lokis. Yeah. Our Loki will be the king of Lokis. There's going to be a lot of Lokis here. Anyway, um, mate, that was the episode. That was it, and it was great. It was such a good episode. And what's funny is um, I, I've actually learnt my lesson now. After every episode, I've trailers. skipped through after the trailer, after the trailers to get to, to see. And I've done it every episode and, I haven't, and nothing's been paid off. And, and you finally got to watch until today end credit scene Well, when so too. Yes. It's great. Instead of us catching up a couple of days later and me being like, did you see yeah, this? Did you love this? Scene. And I'm like, like, oh, come on. What? What? I didn't see this. You're spoiling things? What do you know that I don't? Stop this wizardry. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Um, guys, thanks for joining us. If you've got any thoughts, any comments, anything like that, hit Keep us up to on the socials and let us know what you're thinking. Nah, jump in. <laughs> let's, let's get into it. Um, and yeah, man I'm, oh, man, I'm loving it. It's great. Absolutely it is great. It. Yeah. All right. Anyway, cheers for joining me, man. Always a pleasure. Mate, it's great. Bye. <laughs> Bye.